do or die situation. Do or die. All right. We're back. It's me, my parents, and Liam Neeson. It's me, Daniel. I'm Carrie. I'm Patrick. And this week, we finish up the first of the trilogies that Liam Neeson is in. This is not the first trilogy he was in. It's the first one we finished. The first one we finished. Well, what was the... When, wait, which... Isn't he in the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. Wait, those those started at the same time. <laughs> those started the same year, if I remember correctly. Uh, anyways, no, this is Taken 3. I Podcast Taken 3, go. Yep. I, 2014, this film is... I, actually, no. It was late 2014, early 2015, which means that if you're looking at the Academy Awards, you're looking at the 2015 ones. Because they happened, well, maybe. It's, I, uh, depends on which year you're looking at as to who's winning. Because Academy Awards 2016 was when Leonardo DiCaprio finally got his. Okay, whoever he is. <laughs> he's not in our podcast, so no, we he's don't not. care. No. I don't have to care. I, and in 2015, Best Picture was uh, Birdman, which was a really good movie. I watched that. Yeah. So, this, again, this is definitely not going to be winning... Academy Awards. No. This no. was a movie to watch tonight because you really wanted to see things explode. Yep. And, and it did not disappoint We definitely saw things explode. <laughs> to add to the cast of characters in the Taken franchise, we add Forrest Whitaker. He's not a character. He's an actor. He's an actor. But we, but definitely more star power than I thought Taken 3 could swing around. Mm-hmm. It, I liked it. I thought that his... That character that he played was... Um, I enjoyed that character. I think because he was he wanted to solve the puzzle. Yep. Yeah, he was he was portrayed very smart, mm-hmm. uh, as smart as Liam Neeson's character. Yeah, which I thought was mm-hmm. they were important. They were sort of competing with one another on the intelligence and the skill set scale, and they were opponents throughout the movie, even though they weren't really opponents. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, at the end of Taken Two, or at the start and the end, but especially mm-hmm. the end, we saw the daughter's boyfriend, who in this movie is played by a different guy. Yeah, that happens. And then in Taken 1, we saw the new husband of the wife, Stuart. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's a different actor as well. That's all right. Which mm, would, be, would, would bother me less if he weren't a central character to, this, to the plot of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think that... If I'm remembering correctly, at the end of Taken One, the the new husband he seemed older. Yeah. And this guy does not seem older. No, this guy he's you start off with this guy kind of looking like a scumbag. I mean the husband. The, the husband in this one, like he he did. Oh, I don't know. I thought the bad guys looked like scumbags. Well, of course they were. Bad guy, bad guy, middle management looked like a bad guy. He did. He totally... And then the right one guy with the really go. bad haircut. He looked like an... E- well, no, hold on. They have a word for evil Vulcans. I believe they're called Romulans. <laughs> he was not You almost Vulcan. said it. He almost said he looked like an evil Vulcan. They have a word for that. It's Romulan. They're evil Vulcans. I don't know. Do they both have green blood? I'm going to have to look this up now. We're not doing that podcast. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know that we can't do Anyways, that. Anyways, the zero to Neeson on this one is surprisingly longer than 10 seconds. It is. Well, they have to get through the opening scene, which well, he's not in. Yeah, the opening scene where some Other guy, people got killed. Some guy gets killed. Yeah, and some guy. We don't know who he is. We don't, we don't know, know who why. He is. Yeah. It's but they weird. killed a dog. They totally did. I'm sorry for Well, they killed this guy because he was 
they were referring to his boss. Right. And he was supposed to have the money. Yeah, and we don't know who his boss is. We didn't know who the boss was. But they do say, that after we talked to the Romulan... I <laughs> he did a he had a Romulan haircut. He did, see that's what it was. It was that it was the whole like long face thing going on and skinny. Yep, he was a tall. He was yep. a gangly guy. Yeah, that's what Romulan. Which guy are you talking about? Oleg Malikov. Yeah, Malkin Malkovich. Malcontent. Malcontent. <laughs> that's why they have it start with Mal because that means bad in Spanish. But he looks like a Romulan. I think he looks Malincoff. like... I, I looked him up. He has not appeared in a Star Trek thing. Oh, like Malenkov. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the guy with the big ears, the thug. No. No, 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 no. Not, no, no. Not, not middle management. We're talking about the guy with the Romulan haircut. <laughs> and he says that now we need to go after his family. Who said that? The Romulan guy. As he was talking that because the accountant who had the money for the boss oh, yeah. didn't know anything, so now we go after his family. I got lost in the car explosion. Exactly. Then we do the opening credits where we see how cool this city is. It was and a pretty. It was a big city. Yeah, there was nothing. It was weird. And then well, Liam Neeson is here. Yay! The movie can begin. Mm-hmm. He's getting a panda. It started out where he was getting a birthday present like he did in Taken One. And I believe two. Did it start with birthdays in all three movies? I don't know if it started with birthdays, but it definitely started with him going to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. All, all, mm-hmm. In all three movies. Because we want to really establish that he's a family guy. Yes. Now we are in the third movie. Mm-hmm. At the end of each of the other two, we see their family being much closer together. And yet this, and yet at the start of this one, they're really not. At the start of this one? Yeah, they're not quite as close as two movies of dad risking his life for us because he loves us so much would have allowed. Well, you I think... think you think they would be closer than that. It had to grow on us a little bit. This is the third movie. No, 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 no. They were, <laughs> because, okay, what if there are people out there in movie land that are like me that can't remember the first two movies? See? Then they got to yeah. ease us in, ease us yeah. back in. Not everyone has got super memory like you and can remember all the details of every movie they've ever watched and quote half of it back. Okay, fine. There's more people like me than like you. Okay, fine. You know it's true. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I'm the mom. Anyways, they establish relationships pretty quickly. Dad and daughter, pretty close, but they're still kind of, eh. Well, they're... Mom they're, and dad, estranged, but... What do you mean mom and dad? You mean the Liam Neeson character yeah. and his ex-wife, and his Lenore? Ex-wife. Yes, the mom and dad of the daughter. Yeah, because... Uh, they are estranged, but still think it's okay to kiss over a counter. That wasn't, no, I don't think they thought that was okay. I think that she was wanting it to be okay and he was being gallant. Yeah. Saying, no, we shouldn't do this because you're still a married woman, albeit unhappily married. Yes. Lenore is married to Stuart. Stuart. Who's a douchebag? Stuart is not a nice man. He is so mean we had to find a new actor who looked more like a douchebag. Well, but, but so for did. the last two years, Lenore's been very sad. Yes. So. For reasons. Unexplained reasons. Stuart reasons. I think he's a douchebag. Yes. I'd be sad if my husband was a douchebag. Yeah, yeah well. But my husband go. is yes. not. So, so therefore I'm happy. Thank you. We've lined up everything. <laughs> I, Liam Neeson is, about, is possibly going to go on a one month mission with his bro buddies. And is well, deciding no, he, he's deciding no, he can't go. He's got important things to do. He needs to stay here. Yeah, and 
and and and then his wife dies. Yeah. And the plot just starts happening to it us. It just ramps up. Like and the action was... and the fighting and the chasing go. Yeah. Lots of chasing. Now lots of chasing. In the previous Taken movies, we can say that the plot just started happening to us, but there was always stuff to go on. Yeah. We really didn't know and what was happening or why it was happening yet. Because the first one if you'll remember, which you don't, because you've said so. Cause I'm just that person. We started getting... People were like... Cha- there was a little bit of time where the guys were coming for the daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she called in. Then they took her. Because she's going to be taken. Because she's going to be taken. But she was saying things. And we still had some motivation. We still had some visuals of the hope at the end of the tunnel. And you kind of knew who the bad guys you were. You kind of knew who the bad guys were. In this one... I think we can talk about this when it's not... Yeah. This yeah. I think I thought the guy was a bad guy because he had that Romulan yeah. haircut. But, well, we knew he was a bad guy because he... Because he had he somebody was, killed. He was, ta- <laughs> he, he was ordering around bad guy middle management. That's yeah. true. But, and then he shot a guy and yeah. put him in a safe. But in this one, Lenore dies and Liam Neeson gets set up for the murder. And, and we don't and know you're why. Thinking, you're thinking, okay... These guys at the beginning, these bad guys, the thugs that we saw yeah. at the beginning, must have something to do with it yeah. because it's a movie. But it hasn't been established. But there's no no directly like yeah. it was in the other one. So now we have Liam Neeson versus the police, which is new, which is very for new. most of the movie. He did go against the police a little bit at the end of Taken Two, but that was because he was driving around recklessly. Right. Well, and one of the one of the cop guys was. His friend. Yeah. And really wasn't. Yeah. So. That was taken too. This one, all of the police are not happy with him and probably break a few laws while chasing him because they chase him into someone else's house and then shoot the other people's locks off their garage. But the... That can't be legal. But the police in this in this movie, all, all the police characters seem to be not bad guys. They're not bad guys, but... They but might the not guy... be super skilled, but Wait they are not bad guys. I think that one guy is a bad guy. Which guy? The guy who took a donut out of the box in the oh, police station and, and started it? eating it, but he didn't finish it, and then he threw it on the ground. That's yeah. littering. That's a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy's a bad guy. He's a okay. bad guy. Because of the donut. And he had a bad The level cops seemed a bit too gung-ho in their pursuit of American justice with the whole, I will shoot you. Trespass in another in another person's house. I don't know. Break another person's property. You know things yeah. like that. A little bit too passionate. Yeah, and not not really as good as they should be with procedure. So, anyways, as you can <coughs> obviously guess, happens. Liam Neeson escapes into the sewers through a neighbor's garage. <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> I mean, it's, sure. obvi- it's obvious, really. And that's what wouldn't, you do. Wouldn't anyone think that that's a good way to escape? Yeah. And you would just know that your neighbors have a, a sweet access hatch to the sewers in their garage. <laughs> if you're as good as he is yeah. at what he does. So that happens. Uh, what follows is... The most important part of what happens next is Forrest Whitaker's character, who is the inspector in charge of the case, shows up and starts putting things together pretty quickly. Well, we because are because he eats some bagels. <laughs> we are let in. He's a a thinking person and not a reacting person. And whereas and he's generally right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and pretty much everyone else on this team <coughs> is reactionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. a thing happens and they go, "Okay, we need to deal with this." Right. He's clearly in charge for a good reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 
And like I said, he eats some bagels and he starts to have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he has a rubber binder and he snaps his wrist. He, he kind of tangles it around his fingers from time to time. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting character thing. It's like while he's thinking. Also, if he's frustrated, yeah. I think he snaps his wrist with the bandage. He binder. also has a knight chess piece, and mm-hmm. we don't know why he has that. That because well, maybe for him... That it's, it's like tactile it, thinking? I don't know. Well, or it's that that uh, gives us a clue into the, um, you know, thinking through the whole problem. Not just... Not just staying one move ahead, but staying mm-hmm. six moves ahead of your opponent. Yeah. And what's interesting is he spends a lot of the time telling people that we aren't six moves ahead. Right. Yeah. Because there's more than one time where somebody will come to him and say, hey, we've got a trace on where his location totally is. Let's send guys in. And he goes, he's not there. Yeah, Don't right. worry about it. Don't bother. Right. <laughs> right, right. Are you sure? Yeah, he's just not there. Yeah. And he wasn't, obviously. Right. Because right. he had... By that time, they had gone through the the briefing where he described Neeson's how, character how, accurately. How CIA he was. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, first, Stewart told the police that he had done all of these things, and so he is a dangerous man. Yeah. Right. So that was when he started looking into him, I think. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. There's, there's a lot of there's filler a... bit where he's a couple of steps ahead of the police, and then he gets arrested and then he takes out the guys in his police car and then, and then, they, chase. then they have a very long very ex- exaggerated chase and then there's another one and yeah. then a chase immediately and then there's following. another one so it's just a chase and then they have the, extreme, and then there's another one. the extremely aerodynamic shipping crate which yeah, i took great umbrage with <laughs> so this truck for i don't i think a semi-trailer jackknives for well first He's drive. He jumps the barricade on the highway and starts driving the wrong way down the freeway, like you do. Right. We could do that in the yeah. minivan. He had a police car. Those things have power. Mm-hmm. So well, he's driving the wrong the way. The minivan needs a ramp. And a semi truck carrying a big shipping container is coming the wrong direction. And, and you know the semi truck guy does what you do when you see a police car coming the wrong direction. You stop. No, you try to stop. You try to stop. You can't, those things are hard to stop. Those th- it did not stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started jackknifing. It took out a couple of cars. I uh, One of them did a cool flip, which we watched a little bit of behind the scenes to see them <laughs> pneumatic this truck to have it do a backflip. <laughs> uh, at which point, Liam Mason goes past the truck. The truck eventually starts coming to a stop. Whatever was ho- clamping the shipping container... It was a rubber binder. ...comes off... And the spring-loaded shipping container attains lift, spins a few times, and starts crushing cars. And it's not an aerodynamic shipping container. It's a regular rectangle. It's a regular rectangle. It's the least aerodynamic shape you can think of. (laughs) But it got good air. It got lift. It did. As if it had wings and thrusters. <laughs> or it's, it's one of those Lego spring-loaded things where you put the spring in it and you slide the dynamite in yeah. and it pops the oh, rock for, off so yeah. you can get the guys out of jail. And so it ended up... Fort Legoretto. It was that, except with a giant heavy thing. <laughs> it ended up landing on a little car, didn't it? Yeah. No. But, but I think those people ran out of the car when they saw the container's shadow. Yes. Oh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, were definitely safe. did not die. So they were safe. That was what was important. Is he right. didn't kill anybody. I don't think he did really a really good job of not killing people he did. when the police were chasing him. Yeah. Well, when he blew up that building, I'm sure people died. 
Yeah, he just no. He, 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 he just, just was the elevator. He just blew the surface out. You saw oh, the explosion. Right. It was surface only elevator. the surface there elevator. There. It was a cool vertical explosion. Oh my gosh! Also, yeah. that was the first time that a car that Liam Neeson was supposedly in exploded. It won't be the last. <laughs> the movie. If you want to watch a movie with exploding things and chases, this is a good. This one. is a good pretty one. good one. Yeah. This is a good one. Uh, we're still on the run from the cops. Except we never did figure out how he got out of the first explosion. Yeah, no, that one... That one he just got explode. out he, of it. Yeah, he's just not there. It's fine. Yeah, that's okay because I think he has he's got superpowers. Super, superpowers. Yeah. The next parts of the movie are kind of a blur. Well, because it's... <laughs> let's go chase... And we'll stop for a moment. Then we'll chase again. And then, we'll and then Forrest with... Whitaker will connect a few dots. And then the other cops will eat donuts. And then, and then he went and, and chase. rendezvoused with his daughter in the bathroom and talked to her because he gave, they both drink smoothies in a weird way because they pull them out of the convenience store in a consistent, odd manner. That's how he got her message to her because they both take the fourth one from the back Yeah, because that one's always cold. That's so weird. Just the right call. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah. So, anyways. I don't think my life is that consistent. I would agree. I think if you were going to try and poison me because I always do things in a really consistent way. It wouldn't work. It, it might not work. It might not work. Yeah, I just have to put something in your chocolate. You've been eating the chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> See? You spent a long time building up an immunity. <laughs> Wait. When, who gave me Iocane powder? You did. You had Iocane powder. Which one did I do? When did I do that? It was your new cough medicine. And you said, Oh, yeah, that's right. Smell this. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's because it tastes. Inhale this. Because it tastes like touch. your lovely significant other who can't cook decided to make orange flavored cookies. You can tell orange was involved in the process at some point, and you're not sure what this tastes like now. It's not, it's not bad. It's just weird. It was. <laughs> You did. You had yeah, me smell that. I did, and it didn't smell like anything. And it was orange. And it was kind of orange. Orange colored. Yeah, but... kind of. <laughs> it was weird. Okay, we digress. Okay. We're back now. The next major thing that happens is uh, Liam Neeson decides to follow Stuart because he's going to the Malibu house. That's where Barbie lives. That's where Barbie lives. And on the way to Barbie, he gets blindsided by uh, middle management. You mean Liam Neeson does? Yes. Uh, and middle management runs him off the road, and his car flips a bunch of times, and then it explodes. And it explodes. It explodes several times. And then it explodes again. He had extra explosion pockets in that car for dramatic effect. There really were. And the bad guys go, Cool! Let's go get drunk! Neat! There's no way he would have survived that. Alright. So they go off to the little town that's nearby, and Liam Neeson walks up, and he finds a dude on the road, and is like, Hey... I have a gun. You know where this is going. And then he gets a ride into town. He then It's be- not even a town. It's just a gas station yeah. liquor store with Fruit Loops. Yeah. Then he beats up all the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Middle management kills himself instead of giving up information. <laughs> so that was interesting. He must use the GPS in their car or something to go where they were headed. Because he goes where they were headed. And it's to Stewart's Malibu house. And Barbie's not and there. Barbie's not there. Just Stuart. Uh, and so he's on a, a white leather lounge oh yeah, chair. It's a very, there's no other furniture in the room. It's a very nice, rich person house. I don't know. It's pretentious. Yeah, it is. Very. <laughs> but then it's okay. We go back to it being a Liam movie. Because he then waterboards Stuart. <laughs> a lot. 
Well, I think waterboarding really doesn't work unless you do it a lot. Yeah. Now you. Not that I have personal experience yeah. with waterboarding. I'm going to put that. Remembering out there. back to the first movie when he it was the first time that we saw him torture someone for information. I don't remember when he hooked up a bad guy. Oh, it was electric. He hooked up a bad guy to the house's power. Yeah. And, and so would, he could turn the yeah, switch Yeah, he turned on. on the light and would electrocute this guy and then turned it back off. And the guy eventually gave him information, I think. You don't remember? I don't remember for sure if he, he got gave information. He gave him some information and then he turned the switch yeah. on and walked out. Yeah, because he said that the power will stay on here for like seven or eight hours until it'll get shut off because the wiring's faulty. And he just turns on the power and leaves this guy being electrocuted and just leaves. And I thought he would do something kind of like that with Stuart. He's gotten older and he's mellowed out. But he still needed him. Yeah, see? To at, that point, at, this, at that point, I should have twigged that Stuart was still a main character. Mm-hmm. Ah. Because... That fooled you. Yeah. That makes it a good movie if we can fool Dan... A little even bit. Even a tiny bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, Stuart explains the Mission Impossible sequence that's required to get into the Romulan's apartment. Because he's got an elevator guarded by guys, and then it won't turn on unless they see him in the camera, and then he gets upstairs, and then there's more guys, and then there's two more doors. But they have a panel truck. They have a panel truck, three dads, and an hour. <laughs> Isn't it So they dads? can figure it all well, he, out. Liam Neeson is the fourth dad. Oh. They can solve it all. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out where Stuart, the actor Doug Ray Scott, what he was in that I recognized him. Yeah. He was in Mission Impossible 2. He was. What? He was, he was the bad dude. He was the bad guy in Mission he was Impossible 2. the bad guy. <laughs> okay, he's just a bad guy. He is. Yeah. Ha. Huh. So he does the bad guy thing well. It must be why they casted him. Mm-hmm. They totally did. Yeah. So they very easily Mission Impossible Liam Neeson up to the apartment. It's, in fact, not yeah. difficult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he goes up there and he starts killing everything. He does. Because now these are bad guys. And these are bad guys. There's lots of killing going on. It's not pretty. Nobody likes it. They're wrecking I was the comparing it to John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> with there, the amount of killing. There was a bit of... Well, there was a bit of the creativity with it. John Wick yeah. uh, is significantly better at killing than Liam Neeson is. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't. He's watch pretty good movies. at killing. You you watched John Wick 3. I have watched John Wick 3. He kills the, a lot of people. In the first he has 20, helped killing yeah, people. But in like the first 20 <laughs> minutes, he doesn't kill anyone with a gun. Oh, he yes. kills 11 people, <laughs> and he doesn't a use a gun. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's, that's he kills point. one person with axe throwing. Nathan would be proud. <laughs> Anyways, back to this movie with the killing. Back to this movie with the killing. I, they, his daughter figures out a thing, a bit of information that implicates Stuart as being a bit of a dick. At which point, he takes over being the bad guy of this movie. Right, he takes it over by force. By force, by shooting. Liam Neeson's buddy and kidnapping his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, like bad guys do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess what Neeson's character priority was then. So, yep. So we get to the <laughs> end and uh, the inspector calls Liam Neeson and says, Hey, I'm totally on your side. We've figured out that Stuart is a bit of a dick. And Liam Neeson rolls his eyes audibly and keeps driving. Yeah. And they compare priorities, and the inspector says, well, I'm going to arrest Stuart because he's a bit of a dick, and also murdered people. And Liam Neeson says, I'm going to save my daughter, and hangs up. 
And then... And we guess quick, which one to... of the two of them gets there first. <laughs> yes. Quick, get to the end of the movie. So we get to the airport where the private jet for the guy who owed this Russian guy $12 million, but he still has a private jet, is going to take off. And Liam Neeson is racing there in someone else's Porsche. You know, if you're going to race and then you're going to try and stop an airplane, it should be in someone else's Porsche. Yeah. And he crashes onto the runway. and No, well, he crashes through a fence to get get onto the runway. And then he T-bones the airplane before it can take off. Yeah. In such a way that his daughter is not harmed. Yes. which She is, wasn't strapped into course. her seatbelt either, which I think is just yeah, wrong. No, there is some safety concerns going on there. Mm-hmm. There's a fair bit of safety concerns in this movie. We, there was those stairs that did not have a proper railing. No, Osha would want to have a discussion with them. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Osha can't get up there if, they, if the elevator doesn't turn on, so Osha can't stop them. Osha's mm-hmm. not their mom. Yeah. At this okay. point, at this point, stopping Stuart is trivial because he, it's Liam Neeson versus a normal guy. He does not stand a chance. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and he does not kill him because killing him is too good or something. I don't know. No, he's going to get him later. Later. He's going to let him rot in prison for a few years. And then when he gets out, then he's going to get him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then at the very end, they, Wait, ta- they talk about... an understanding. They talk about baby names for the kid. Because hmm. his daughter's going to have a baby. And Forrest Whitaker is... And Forrest Whitaker is... Puts the rubber binder around the file. Yep, which was a good closing of that mild character arc, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. don't know what that night is about, specifically. Yeah. But... I, I think it has to do with just chess in general. Yep. But this one, another nice ending to a Taken movie. I kind of liked this one. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting way to do the... Liam Neeson is angry and needs to kill... Needs to stop people. I think they did a good job of keeping interest in making the movie as good as the other movies yeah in the trilogy the second one second I, one I'm had s- its had its features yeah. that were interesting yeah but this one measures up to the first one i thought yeah i i think it's a rare trilogy of movies where all of the three are are fairly equal quality now it's a rarer trilogy where all of them are quite good and mm-hmm. i don't think this is one of them i think these are three fine movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's hard enough to do on its own to just have fine movies. Right. So I think they pulled that off. Yeah. But we got to give this one a number. We have to give it a number for the parameter. Yeah. I think this one's going to be pretty high. There's a lot of guns being pointed and a lot of cars exploding. Well, he didn't die. He didn't. Yeah. There's a lot of peril for a lot of people. Well, we don't count the other people. Their peril is their own problem. I don't know. I thought he was in two, two different exploding cars. I think that. Is that higher than an eight? I was going to go with a nine. I was going to go with a nine. What? Yeah. I usually go higher than you guys. What's the deal? I don't know. You're feeling generous or not generous tonight. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so we don't know. What are you trying to? You're now you're looking on your rectangle. The, That's what I the put people in the at home. Put in the, the number. I put in the numbers. So I don't forget. Yeah. So you voted me off the island. I, I think we did. did. Yeah. You got outvoted. <laughs> Also, you were close enough. If you had said, like, a three, then we would be sitting here having a bigger discussion. But you were close enough to what we said, and then I'm we have said a three. I don't know why you would have said a three, but you fell asleep halfway through the movie. A lot of guns, exploding How could you cars. fall asleep during this movie? I don't know. I'm sure we could have figured it out. Yeah. Fights. Okay. You know. All right. Tune in next week when we watch a different movie, because we're done <laughs> with Taken now. We don't have to watch these anymore. 
Oh, I know what we could watch next week. Are we, what are we going to watch next week? Well, actually, the next. Well, well, no, the it, podcast it's, it's out of order. So the, no, we aren't going to. We don't yeah. say it here. We're out of order. We're yeah. going to be out of. We'll order. be out of order. Yeah. Oh dear. We'll okay. be fine. So be it. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.